Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us, too. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll never know what you'll see. If you head on over to supertalktv.com, you'll see us celebrating St. Patrick's Day today. Happy, I guess, Shamrock Day. Or uh, there's other sort of words to use for this particular day. It's considered the Feast of, what is it, Rano? The Feast of St. Patrick on March 17th. You were probably wearing green in honor of the Irish. Decorate was shamrock. Rocks, and according to the lore, the wearing of green tradition dates back to a story written about St. Patrick back in 1726 and used a shamrock to illustrate the Holy Trinity and wore green clothing. Once again, humans took a spiritually founded holiday man <laughs> and turned it into a big old party, which uh, which it has its place to do that, too. They say that the story is unlikely to be true, uh, but many revel in the Irish heritage and eat traditional Irish affair today, too. So corned beef and hash. You're going to have your cabbage if that's uh, something you're interested in. You're celebrating with green beer. Maybe you bought the special Lucky Charms that turn your milk green for a limited time. That's kind of odd to me, but hey, um, it probably would be a lot of fun for, for the kids as well. Did you grow up or have any way of celebrating St. Patrick's Day, Rhino? Was that at all? I mean, it wasn't a, a huge deal, but uh, I can actually say this now that I'm fairly certain nobody can get in trouble for it. <laughs> the very first sip of beer I ever had mm-hmm. was at a now defunct restaurant in the great city of Tupelo, and it was on St. Patty's Day. It was a green beer. My mom was just having fun. She's like, you know what? I'm going to have a green beer. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a sip of it. And she didn't stop me. So that was the first sip of beer I had. Oh, well, happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not your mom, you know, so, um, but that, well, you know, it's this, it's, 
interesting the things that you remember, right? Like those little moments of time that just sort of get stuck and come up. And particularly if they fall on a day that gets celebrated every year, it's something that you do remember. I mentioned that St. Patrick, um, I think he was a bishop, but I'm reading he was a bishop in Ireland, but he was actually born in Britain during the Roman period. And he was taken to Ireland to become a slave against his own will. I don't think anyone just chooses to do that. Um, but then he was set free. And so he chose to become a priest and was later made the first bishop of Ireland and he is thought to have brought Christianity to uh, to Ireland. So a little backstory of St. Patrick who is the inspiration for St. Patrick's Day. It is believed that St. Patrick got rid of all the snakes in Ireland. That's the rumor that they have. He drove out all the snakes. I wish he could come to Mississippi. I think that'd be really cool. Um, they're not sure if it's true, but snakes don't tend to live in places like Ireland. So that's one of those things where, is it true? Is it not true? I don't know. There's no snakes. Nobody's been around long enough to really say if there was or if there or if there wasn't. Um, but hey, if he did, good, good luck to him or thanks to him. You wonder how he did it or why they don't like it. I mean, Ireland's green, right? Or is Because Ar- Ireland's green. It's the Emerald Isle. It's the Emerald Isle. St. Patrick's Day, people love to dress up. One of, obviously, the most popular costumes is a leprechaun, known as a mythical fairy creature, and at the end of a rainbow. A mischievous trickster. A mischievous trickster. To have the pot of gold hidden away, if you capture the leprechaun, um, he has to tell you where it is. I wonder where all that started. I get the maybe the leprechaun and then the gold, but like how how does a tale such as that develop over the years? You see how it is now that you know the ending of it, but before it was, as it was sort of spreading through the land, do you wonder how someone ended up being that creative? It feels like a story that was told to a child to get them to do something. And then that child grew up and decided, you know what? I'm going to tell my child the same story. And it just grew from there. It grew from there. And then it became a a phenomenal cereal, breakfast cereal that we all grew to love and, and enjoy. And the Chicago River is turned green every year to celebrate. And it's something known around the world. It's been doing it since 1962. Kind of looks like algae. But you wonder, I don't know how they do that. Like, how do you undo it? Is it just... I mean, it is a river, so the, the water's constantly ah, moving. So, so you it, just quit dumping dye into it, and voila, it clears itself up. And leave it to humans, too. Back in the day, I guess, if you wanted to celebrate something and really make it, like, underscore it, you had a parade. Oh, yeah. That was like a everyone gathered, stopped what they were doing, came out, walked the streets, sang, danced, all the things. And so just like with Mardi Gras, you have all your parades and floats and what's nots. We have all of our parades and floats and what's not for St. Patrick's Day. I know here in central Mississippi, the Hallamals, I think it may be now just the Mouse or Howl's St. Patty's Day Parade, but it is gearing up for its festivities this uh, upcoming weekend, barring, I guess, good weather. I don't know if it's rain or shine, but... <laughs> by the I time- just know there's a whole bunch of folks looking for their greenest jacket. 
Yes, and it's it is if you've never been, it's probably something you're not interested in. But if you're in the area or ever lived here and experienced it or know anything about it, it is also riddled with um, tradition and pageantry, and it's got its own tra- you know cool traditions with who leads and the sweet potato queens were birthed there, and um, it can be a lot of fun. It can be intense. In certain areas. Somewhere on the uh, wild expanse of the Internet, there are pictures of me at the St. Paddy's Day Parade wearing a green toga. Dear Jesus, I hope there's no pictures of me at the St. Paddy's Day Parade. Uh, but it's it's fun. There's uh, like all uh, activities of that. There are the, the designated areas. I think one thing that makes St. Paddy's Day here a little bit different is it starts fairly early for it to be like one parade. Yeah. And then that opens up the entire afternoon and then later evening hours for other usually there are after parties everywhere. Yeah. Crawfish bowls and sort of all of that. If you've never partaken in it, I mean, hey, and you like parades, if Mardi Gras is your jam and you're looking, you're having a little bit of a Mardi Gras hangover and you'd like to have another round, then St. Paddy's Day Parade in Central Mississippi is definitely for you. Um, if you're not wearing green, you might get pinched. I think that was always a fun thing, too, on this particular day. You should always wear green on St. Paddy's Day, and it's because of invisible leprechauns. I feel like someone was drinking a little bit too much green beer. <laughs> just, just a wee bit too much green beer. And probably went up and pinched somebody and then... So I don't know. Never saw them. Nah, don't know what you're talking about. Came out of nowhere. But you're not wearing green. And then there went the myth and the folklore spread like wildfire. Uh, please do not go and pinch random strangers who are not dressed appropriately for this particular day. I see you, Rhino, have on your bright green shirt. Did you? In, was that intentional? Did you it was. In- I actually went to the closet and pulled out the green shirt. I was actually looking for an orange shirt. But then I decided I'm not even going to go down that road and, and have that debate about the whole Catholics and Protestants and the green and the orange. I was just going to get the green shirt and go. What did I miss with the green and the orange? Well, it, there there is a bit of a bad history there historically. But uh, you think of the Irish flag, it's got green, white, mm-hmm. and orange to represent the people of Ireland. And the way I was told back in college is if you're Catholic, you wear green, and if you're Protestant, you wear orange. But... I couldn't find my orange shirt. Didn't want to start the argument. Found my green shirt. Always got to be something, right? Always something. Bobby in Batesville said San Antonio River Walk gets dyed green as well since 1968. Great place to celebrate, too, St. Patrick's Day. I think it's a fun day. I think, you know, it's also today's a terrible weather day for St. Patrick's Day. But usually it's right at the beginning of spring. It just feels like a lot of excitement. The green colors make for sort of that fresh transition. And uh, there's just it's yeah, it's just fun. I mean, I've I've never been to. The UK, never been to Ireland, but I would imagine today might make them a little homesick if they were over here from there because yeah. it feels a little it's bit a like it would over deal there. Over there, I think so. I think it's a bigger deal over there on this particular day than it is here. But we like to steal anything that's fun and festive over on the Good Things Facebook group. I've asked you to name your favorite green thing and honor St. Patrick's Day. That's not money. 
All right, 601-879-4395. Tell us what you love that's green. Coming up next. One at home until death, I am sure. As my fitful career it approaches its end. And I lie in a critical state. No matter what physics the doctor may send. Won't you send them ten minutes too late? Punctuality's all very proper, I know. All the hurry and worry I hate. For it always occurs that wherever I go. I'm exactly 10 minutes too late. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. While in the merry month of May, not from me home, I started, left the girls at Schumann, nearly broken, and saluted father dear. Kiss me, darling mother, drank a pint of beer, me grief and tears, I smothered enough to reap the corn, leave for I was born, caught a stout black tar to banish ghosts and goblins, brand new pair of brogues to rot the love of the bugs, frighten all the dogs on the rocky road to Dublin, one to three. So what you tell me, Irish were the original rappers. Kind of. Because there's no way. <laughs> I think as It'll long all come as out that the same way if I tried it. As long as people have spoken in a common tongue amongst the community, I feel like there's always been at least somebody trying to play tricks with it. Oh yeah. Whether that be rolling R's or st- speaking quickly or talking slowly or d- different ways people have messed around with the voice. I think one of the appeals for celebrating St. Patty's Day here in America or just wherever you are is it feels like when you're thinking like worldwide and you're painting you're painting communities or I guess countries or cultures with broad brushes, obviously, it feels like the Irish just have figured out that life's too short, have a good time, a good beer will fix a lot of your problems, maybe three or more, and it doesn't matter how goofy you look, dance, sing, let go, let loose, and, you know, um, and then fight it out, I guess, <laughs> Uh, if you need to, because as I was saying, I was like, oh, they're pretty rough and tumble, too, but not usually with fists, not with, you know, anything else. And then they get up and cheer and, and go on. It's definitely a bucket list place you would like to go and sort of experience and see if if they have been represented correctly, because it gets everybody, everything gets lumped into sort of one stereotype and then commercialized and sort of sent around. And then it's all that Hollywood sort of shows and does. But it does feel like they are jolly for the most part. I would imagine if you took the stereotypical Southerner or the stereotypical Mississippian and you put them on a boat or a plane or you just gave them the magical ability to fly themselves over to the Emerald Isle, they would get along pretty well with the stereotypical Irishman. I agree. We just don't... Well, The communication dance. might be difficult, but... Oh, could you imagine a hard Irish accent with a great country drawl trying to give directions? I think that would be, that would be a Saturday night skit. I would love to sort of see, try to transpire. I think that would be really a lot of fun. Dan in Hattiesburg mentioned that Gordon's Creek in Hattiesburg, unfortunately, was accidentally dyed blue a few days ago. I guess 
was that instead of green, our just accidentally dyed blue of all the colors. I guess blue is a little close to green. It would be better than some other colors, but that is a big oops, and you can't just, like, take it back, take it back. (laughs) Well, I mean, not to get too into the weeds, but when it comes to language, unless you have a society or a culture that came up with a word for the color blue, you're more than likely going to call blue a shade of green. So, hey, it's, it's a shade of green. It's a shade of green, for sure. Absolutely is it. It is. Irish Wake at McGraw's. Mc, McGuire's. That's probably today, Daryl, I would probably say. Um, there's a lot of places that are celebrating it. We're celebrating it here on Good Things in our own way, asking you to share what is your favorite green thing or favorite thing that's green, however you want to word it or say it, besides money. I feel like we can all sort of agree that we wouldn't turn down any free money, although no money's free these days. But uh, 601-879-4395, think outside the box. Uh, usually things that are green does are is happy unless it's algae or green hair during the summer. Um, well, I guess unless there's an infection. But but for the most part, green means happy and fresh and all the things. And Dolores says trees. I would have to agree with that as well. Like, to me, when the trees are green and full and have that wonderful sort of spring smell, there's just a really uh, happy, I guess, a joyful sort of sense that comes with that. Um, plants and all uh, a good fresh cut green lawn someone mentioned is that as well or turnip or collard greens could maybe your favorite green thing we are moving into that season for you to definitely enjoy <laughs> will says largemouth bass i guess that's technically a shade of green it's like an iridescent green an iridescent green sherry says an emerald uh, ring that her husband had given her emerald is a beautiful color it's definitely a fun green thing there are a lot of things that are green if you start to think about it jamie says gators and game wardens <laughs> i don't think you want the two together but i think jamie is a game warden so we'll give him that <laughs> i don't think most folks who like to hunt gators would add game wardens uh into the into the mix no no offense to your to your respectful um profession just you're not always welcomed, or you're welcomed, you're just not always wanted to ride. <laughs> not everybody's happy to see you, let's just put it that way, uh, when you come riding. When you come riding I mean, it's like when you're sitting in school in class and the principal comes in to observe the teacher. You're never having as much fun in that class as you do normally. No, not at all. Even if you're not doing anything wrong, you can be driving down the road and and doing all the perfect traffic um, rules and regulations, and, but if there's a cop behind you, beside you, or around you, there's just there's a different vibe in the car. It's just a sense of hold my breath, you know, keep going. Maybe maybe I won't get caught, even though I'm not doing anything doing anything wrong. The best bit of advice I I've ever gotten when it comes to having a an officer behind you on the road is remember you cannot drive safely and within the law while looking in the rearview mirror. This is true. I'll admit, though, confession. I mean, as soon as I see one, it's like, what, nine and two? It's like, ten I want and two. Ten and two. Yeah. Well, nine's okay. But yeah. But I was like, I want you to see my hands so you know they're not, you know, with a, wherever it is. It goes back to driver's ed class, which apparently I didn't get ace. Cause it, but still, nine's really close to ten. <laughs> I, got the, I got the two right. 
uh, there for sure. Lonnie says um, Yvonne Craig in the original Star Trek. I would have picked Deora Baird from the new movie, but yeah, I can see where he's going with that. Uh, others said Margaritas, Shrek. Who doesn't love Shrek? I haven't found anybody who doesn't appreciate Shrek. I will say I was talked into watching a Shrek musical. It's not the best thing on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> it's just not the best use of your time. Well, I mean, that's with any movie or tv show or something <laughs> eventually once it's run its course and they just keep bringing them out it's like okay why like how many land before time movies are there now like six or seven probably more than that oh you'd want to see the game warden if the gator was trying to eat you bobby uh, this is true this is true i'm not knocking game wardens i got friends who are ones i'm just saying by nature, you are a party pooper. You chose a party pooping profession, <laughs> which is most law enforcement in terms of being a party pooper. And that's OK. We need we need the balance uh, in the world. My yard after mowing Bubba from Meridian said that's one of the best smells, too. It's, but get ready. You're going to be seeing a lot of that coming up in the next couple of months. It's supposed to get lawn mowing season for all of you who enjoy who enjoy but who enjoy that i was going to say oh nope i am caught up on that but you can let us know 601-879-4395 i like ricky's idea verde sauce very underestimated sauce that they give you in the mexican restaurant or that you can find on the shelf there you can expand out past salsa little green sauce oh, really yeah. good and fried green tomatoes i think that is also an underestimated green food i've grown into enjoying tomatoes but that's that's still probably my favorite way to have a tomato fried green oh yeah oh you can't but but yeah i mean it's it's a whole experience in and of its in and of itself and then a good old apple jolly rancher the good old green jolly rancher is that the original jolly rancher i feel like it could should be it's got to be in the original flavors i don't know if it would be the original well there's probably not the original it's probably an original batch uh, Jolly Ranchers. Um, I mean, yeah. talking about food, I love me some sushi, so I'd have to say seaweed and wasabi. Ah, oh, not seaweed, wasabi. That's what they wrap the sushi with. Yes, but I'm thinking of the the seaweed salad that sometimes comes. I mean, that's pretty good too. No, it's it's not. just got an interesting consistency. It's not, it's not good. No, mm-mm. nope. Mm-mm. It's blah blah. It's what you. <laughs> <laughs> It's when you see it in the ocean and it's swaying back and forth and what you think it would taste like, that's exactly how it tastes. But the seaweed that they just dried and they wrap your sushi in, but it's got all the other good stuff, not bad. But just saying, hey, I would like a side of seaweed. But what did you say? What was the other? Wasabi. Wasabi's great. Have you seen the video of the kid whose parents fed her, was the little baby's fed her wasabi? <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. No baby was harmed in the making of the video, but she just said, help. <laughs> Stick with us. We've got more good things for you and movies with Tanya coming up next.
Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Then the rosary beads count them one, two, three, fell apart as they hit the floor. In our garb of black, we must pay respect to the color we're born to mourn. Walk away, me boys, walk away, me boys. Don't forget, you can listen to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can find the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi coming up next at the Sports Book at Time Out Lounge in Pearl River Resort. They're getting you ready for the big basketball tournament. And don't forget, you can get in on the action anytime at Sports Book at Time Out Lounge. And I definitely don't know what's going on in the tournament. I hadn't kept up with it. But I do know that there's only like point zero zero something and another brackets that are uh that are left in the world that are actually still going i that think are perfect they're perfect i think over the last couple of uh, uh games a lot of things got thrown there were a lot of upsets in that world but see for every upset there's like the other side that's like super excited so uh but anyway we got tanya joining us it's friday do you do you keep up with basketball at all only if one of my teams is in it. So who's your I, team I'm in basketball? In um, Mississippi State. Oh, okay, like so, our team. So, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when's the last time they've made it to like that far into the tournament? Gosh, it seems like it's been a while. Yeah, um, probably so. Well, you've had a busy week. I have. I'm still recovering from the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know you joined Dave. I was super jealous to give an Oscars update, but that's okay. Was it everything you needed it to be and more? It really was. I was very happy. You know, um, I, I really thought the ceremony was great. I was actually just listening. Uh, earlier today to a podcast giving an Oscar wrap up and they said that it the numbers are up so that's good that people are were tuning in and I'm sure it's because Top Gun and Avatar you know movies that people actually go see were nominated um, but they but, didn't yeah. stand a chance yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know the thing I love best is it seems like all the people that usually aren't invited to the party were invited and they won. So yeah. that's kind of fun. So what was it like for you to see Jamie Lee Curtis win? I was really excited. I mean, I've, I, I wanted Angela Bassett, but it, it's another one of those like the Austin Butler, Brendan Fraser uh Com- match up or whatever you want to call wasn't it a bad option right it's like you can't not root for both of them you know you have your favorite but it's okay if yeah. they don't win and who doesn't love jamie lee and his her speeches are so good that you know it's worth her winning um anything just to be able to hear her talk my favorite thing about her and i was just thinking about it and actually laughing out loud i thought if anybody walks by my office they're going to think i'm crazy but Saturday night on SNL, they did an impression of her walking the red carpet, and it was so funny. And I keep thinking about it, and I mean, it was spot on. I, I appreciate she doesn't take herself too seriously, yeah. and she's very relatable. And it, you know, I'm sure she's lived a very privileged life with both of her parents being actors and all of that. But she seems to have stayed as down to earth as humanly possible. Yeah, I think so too. And I think realm. even though her parents had a lot of drama, well, I guess probably more her dad than her mother. Um, I think 
they raised her right. I mean, I think they really raised grounded kids. All right, so the movies. What's coming out now that would be an Oscar season for 2024? Yeah, well, I don't know if we have any Oscar contenders out this weekend. <laughs> but there are a couple of fun things, and I, one I did get to see. Um, but before I get to that one, A Snowy Day in Oakland. Uh, I had not heard anything about this, but the cast just knocks my socks off. Evan Ross, who is... Um, Diana's son, um, who's a great actor, Loretta Devine, she's one of those that does no wrong, Dion Cole from Blackish to me, he was the standout character on that TV series, Marla Gibbs from the Jeffersons, so a great cast, the name of the movie is A Snowy Day in Oakland, I think I may have already said that, it's PG-13, it's the story of a psychologist who lives in San Francisco, she decides it's time to end things with her um, psychologist boyfriend who's a bit of a celebrity and she goes across the bay and opens up shop in Oakland in a little empty space kind of in the middle of everything um, and the neighborhood is kind of thrown for a loop because it's predominantly a black neighborhood and um, they don't know what to do with her <laughs> So anyway, that, that's kind of the premise of it. It looks really, really cute. And I mean, the cast in, alone is worth watching it. I'm, I feel like it's going to be a good one and I'm going to watch it. I just didn't get to it this weekend. Uh, but the big one this weekend is Shazam, Fury of the Gods. And um, this one, I loved it. I thought it was so good. And to me, this one, you know, this is supposed to mark the ending of the current D.C. era. And we've got a new guy that has come in, James Gunn, um, who is going to kind of relaunch the D.C. family and try to kind of put it on the same level as what we're seeing from Marvel. But to me, I felt like... This movie was kind of a taste of what's to come, even though it's really not part of this relaunch. But, okay, so the first Shazam, you know, you've got Zachary Levi that plays the character um, who says Shazam, and he transforms from a little boy to this guy, adult, but he's still a little boy in an adult body. And it is, I mean, he is so adorable that and so believable. It's like, I can't imagine any other actor pulling it off like he does. He does such a good job. Um, but in addition to him and this one, we've added Helen Mirren, who does no wrong. I love her. Uh, Lucy Liu is in it along with all of the folks that we met in the first movie. So if you missed the first one, don't worry, because it starts off with um, the Billy Batson is the little boy's name. He is appears as um, the superhero who still doesn't really have a name um, on a couch talking to his psychiatrist. And who we find out is really his pediatrician because, you know, and the, and the guy's really confused because he sees this adult has no idea that it's really his pediatric patient. Um, and he tells you everything that's happened to that point. So if you did not see the first one, he's going to catch you up right then and there. But in this one, you know, the first one we know Billy is a, a kid who's looking for his mother. He's been in all these foster homes. And spent all of his life to this point running away, trying to find his mother. 
he finally finds her, finds out she lost him on purpose. It was really sad. Um, and so we saw him kind of come to terms with accepting, hey, I'm a foster kid and this is my foster family and I'm going to embrace this. So we've gone from that to now he is kind of on the other side of it. He's embracing the family too much and he's very clingy. He's about to turn 18 and he's worried that he's about to get kicked out because he's going to age out of the foster system and he knows his family's struggling financially and he's thinking they're going to they're going to boot me because they can't afford to keep me so that's kind of where his mind is he thinks why am i here why did i get chosen to be this superhero um and so he doesn't feel worthy there's a lot of cute little little things that happen, and um, I, I saw it yesterday, and I got home, and, and I was trying to tell my husband. I was like, I can't talk to you about it without spoiling some things, because my favorite parts of this movie were things I had no clue were coming. Uh, but there is two post-credit, well, mid-credit, post-credit scene, just like we're seeing from Marvel. They're both worth sticking around for. So um, kind of like what I've been suggesting on the Marvel movies, if you really got to go to the bathroom, stay, watch that mid-credit scene, run to the restroom, come back. You got time. You got time to do it. It yeah. looks like the comedy is on point just by the It the is. Yeah. I just feel like they do a really good job. And honestly, some of the reviews I'm seeing aren't great. And I'm like, I don't know what they're missing because I thought it was a really good. I liked it better than I liked the first one. Is there anything else that's going up against it? Um, no, I mean, I don't know that it's going to come out on top just because you still have Creed out there. You still have Scream 6. You've got Ant-Man still. Um, I hope it is number one, but uh, that it is number one, but it's not looking like it's going to perform as well as how screen see yeah and you know this one of course has a bigger budget than scream and so we'll see but i thought it's definitely worth seeing and and i do want to say it's pg-13 um to be what i would think would be kind of a family uh demographic kind of a movie it has got some scary stuff in there so i definitely would not take my little ones and if you saw the first one the scene in the conference room was one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen in my life. And there's a similar kind of scene in this one. So it's more of the, I guess, the scary, that kind of thing, not so much language or right or that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. All right. Well, shazam. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun to say. All right. You guys stick with us. we got more for you up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget you can watch us. We are on your computer, your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, or YouTube. It's my best Irish, really fast talking. Doesn't sound the same, does it, Rhino? <laughs> you can watch Good Things too on CSIRE TV. And you will find us on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel, which is sad. That's all it says about the weather here in Mississippi, at least central. Cold, wet, rainy, and blah. But hey, welcome to the SIP. It will be different by the end of the weekend. Thinking of St. Patrick's Day and then Irish song and dance, why is it that I always go straight to the scene in Titanic where Rose gets up on the she's she goes under deck to sort of party with Jack and then ends up on the table dancing or whatever with because it's the drum and pipes yes it's the there's something about or what and then she gets up on her toes you know because she was a prima ballerina and shot some all I don't know do you have like an Irish um, movie scene that sticks out Oh yeah, I actually played the uh, the music from it earlier today on Middays, and it's a John Wayne movie called The Quiet Man, where John Wayne plays an American boxer who his family is from Ireland, and his character suffered a tragedy. He, he killed a man in the ring, boxing. So he goes home to Ireland to kind of find himself, and he winds up meeting a woman a red-headed Irish lady played by Maureen O'Hara. And she is just as strong-willed and determined and stubborn as he is. So they they butt heads, but they eventually get together. And the scene, the music I played, is from The Fight, where he drags Maureen O'Hara back to her brother, his now brother-in-law, and tosses her back to him and says, you can have her back, I don't want her. And that starts a fight with the brother-in-law, and they fight all throughout the countryside and the town. And it it is a, a masterpiece of cinema history. And if you've never seen The Quiet Man, it is definitely worth a watch. I'll have to look that up and sort of see it. I have never <clears throat> necessarily... Um scene to that one but if you've got a favorite irish movie or maybe irish scene you can let us know 601-879-4395 but it is it's the anytime you hear the pipes or you hear the sort of music and you see the dancing and you just again it just looks like they're all they're having a good time and uh you just want to be a part of it and of course you know there's a lot of guinness world records associated with saint patrick's day i had to look them up the largest gathering of people dressed like leprechauns how much fun is that 1263 leprechauns showed up uh in ireland on march 17th 2012 and then the largest saint patrick's day celebration at multiple venues Attended by 361,077 individuals worldwide on March 17th, 2012. And so that was a, that was a big year. That was a big year, uh, for, for the Irish, for sure. The largest Irish dance was in 07. It was actually in Dublin, Ohio. We have a Dublin, Ohio. I didn't know that. And it involved 10,036 participants at the Dublin Irish Festival. That's a lot of, that's a lot of the clogging. Doing the river dance. That's a lot of river dancing. That's something I think is also underappreciated on how extraordinarily difficult it is to do well and to do in sync and then to do in water and not die, not slip and fall. Sometimes they'll have the water come down. Oh, I was about to say, that's that's synchronized mm-hmm. swimming you're thinking. No. <laughs> no, every now like you'll see it where and then they start to... Like it starts to rain, like yeah. on it because it splashes, and so they can kick it, and, and they can yeah. kick it and do the whole thing. And you're like, this is mesmerizing. This 
is and then it's like their bodies stay so still but yet their legs are straight and do whole well there's there's actually a little bit of history behind why for the most part irish dancers dance with their arms straight by their sides and if the stories are to be believed it's because a group of irish dancers was brought before the queen and if you know your history of that part of the world ireland and england don't really get along very well they they tend to butt heads on just about everything is england orange and ireland's green no ireland's all green or all orange with with white in the middle and it the dancing with the arms by their side came because they were brought to the queen to dance for her and they refused to raise their arms for her so it became tradition to dance without using your arms which is probably harder than it looks oh yeah I mean to stay balanced. I mean, if you if you get up and just sort of try it, it's very. I would. I would. It feels like it would be super awkward. I'm saying like I've done it before. Like I. I mean, I probably have tried it, but it feels really weird just to have your arms down and like a bobblehead. I'm trying to remember that guy's name. He was huge in the '90s for the river. Was it Michael Flatley? Was that his name? Maybe, but I know exactly who you're talking about. With the big pirate shirt. He brought it to light. Yes! (laughs) Oh my gosh, what happened to him? You can only dance for so long. Those knees gave out, probably. Probably so. All right, thank you for hanging out with us today on St. Patty's Day. Hope you all have a good time celebrating however that is you choose. But stick with us. you got more coming up next. you got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Don't forget their own location there at the Sports Book at Timeout Lounge. Uh, Rhino and I'll meet you back here on Monday. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.